Hi, love. I'm Nicole Weston, and you are listening to Redefining Motherhood More Than Moms. In this community, we focus on creating a safe and sacred space for us to cultivate loving, gentle, and compassionate relationships with ourselves first so that we can be present in our relationships with our partner and children and be the best mom we can be. Hey, mamas. This episode contains sensitive content. Let's be mindful of the younger listeners. And with that, let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Today, I am so excited. We are sitting down and having a soulful conversation with Christina Elizabeth. She is a witch in soul-centered businesses. She activates her clients to step into their true selves and embrace their expression as a way to impact the world. She loves coaching and loves to help her clients reach new heights of success in both their income, but especially in their connection to themselves and get crystal clear on how to take it to the business world. Christina has been an entrepreneur since the age of 16. She doesn't believe in society's rules and has been in and out of entrepreneurship for the past 11 years, every time following her courageous heart and intuition to guide the way, taking her around the world and creating a business that supports her lifestyle. It is now her mission to activate others to stepping into their truth and building a better world where we are connected to each other, the planet, and all the magic in between. Through her program, The Embodied Influencer, she guides coaches and healers through practical and authentic business strategies that are infused with inner soul work to create successful and heart-aligned online coaching businesses that ignite their impact and income. I am so excited to have you here. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Redefining Motherhood. Today, I am so excited. We are going to sit down and have some soulful conversations with Christina Elizabeth. She is a wind-talking, spell-casting sorceress who helps women to live magical lives in their relationships and businesses, helping women move from feeling not enough to fully embracing their feminine expression and connecting deeply with the magic in the world. And by using that magic, she has been an entrepreneur since the age of 16 and has traveled all over the world, living with love, courage, and magic. It's her mission to help women awaken their magic. Hello, hello. Hi. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here today. We are so excited. And um, yeah, so just I want you to share with our listeners why, what pulled you to be on this podcast today? I mean, of course, I want you here, but I want you to share <laughs> <laughs> with our listeners why you were pulled or kindly, kind of like divinely connected to this. Okay. Well, firstly, I love you, Nicole. And uh, obviously I would want to connect with you. We have had such really good conversations and I felt like so cold to like, just be able to have a conversation with you because I know that it's going to be a really powerful conversation. Mm. And I think as well, it's just because this conversation about motherhood is so freaking important. Yes, yes. It is so, so needed because motherhood and mothers are, the, are building the future. We are literally creating a new generation and healing the wounds of our past. So we are the in-between between what happened before us and what's going to happen in the future. Yes, so it's, like, yes. it's so important that we are healing our ancestral trauma, mm. that we're stepping into our, our, our new selves and like really just, you know, embracing our 
our love and our sexuality and our empowerment. And it's like, it needs to be there because when you're talking to your little one, you're like, okay, like I'm actually helping shaping the future with this. And like, they, they're coming in with so much more wisdom already. So, so like, <laughs> get it. And like, at the same time, and at the same time, I feel like there is this feeling of being a mother means I'm not a woman anymore. I'm not my separate identity. And I have seen it time and time again. And I'm like, it, it should not be like that. Because that, that, that locks us out of so much radiance, so much love, so much energy, so much abundance. Because mothers literally are the portal between two worlds. And if we are not embracing that power, it's like the world is missing out on so fucking much. Yes. So fucking much. Yes, yes. Um, I have so much. Like we can just like stay right in this. This You've just opened up so many magical doors. And so... Yep. Thank you for that. And I love that. I have really connected to the space in between through a lot lot of my work, uh, my personal work and the work that I've been doing with clients, that space in between, like, let's go there. Okay. Because that is, I think that is just so big. That is so, it has so much power behind it. And we can, we can put that in so many different examples, but I want you to just unpack that a bit more for me, like the space in between. And then you said mothers are the the portal, right? What? Tell me more about that. Like, just go in there. Okay. 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 So what I mean is, is that when we're creating life, like when we use sexual energy to create something, we are that in between, between the world, the two worlds mm-hmm. that are connecting. So mm-hmm. you have the spirit world, then you have the physical world. And mothers are often... It, and all women, I feel like all women, this is what yeah. makes all women mothers, mm-hmm. is that we are that in-between space that allows that that energy and that magic to literally come through us. Yes. Our womb is a holding space for magic and for life. Like that is incredible. Not yes. only are you holding a physical life, like yes. that, like, you know, connected to Mother Gaia, connected to our physical realm, but you're also holding space for a soul to come through. Mm. Our bodies are channels, literally channels for energy and magic and creation to come through. And it's like, that is so freaking important to making sure that that channel is clear and that you're using it on a regular basis because it's not just for like, let me birth a baby and then like, it's not there. Like you are always in that in-between space. Mm. And like, it is super crucial that we are kind of recognizing being like, I have an incredible power of being power. able to connect to something so high and so beautiful and, and, and birth things from mm-hmm. it, from that place. And that's mm-hmm. like, holy shit. Like <laughs> we are seriously some magical creatures on this planet. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And so I'm going to go here. I didn't think we were going to go here already, but I'm going to go here. Um, you know, Imagine a world where women were taught the magic and the power of their bodies, of their minds, of what we can do with our womb from like, I don't know, grade three, grade four, grade five, grade six, grade seven, grade eight. Like imagine. I can, I can even say that like from like preschool, you can be teaching kids, uh, you can be teaching children how to cycle. See, here's the thing is like cycling their energy and like showing them about their creativity because mm, it's essentially creativity. creativity. You're got it. It's yeah. creativity. Totally. Sexual energy has been sexualized, but sexual energy and energy is creativity. Yes. 
And so if we're taught how to like, if my, like, if my daughter comes to me and she's creating and she's dancing and she's free and I'm like, Mm. that is such a beautiful gift. Like you are giving a gift to the world by doing that. And like, and just getting her to move her body and like be free and like be all of these things. I'm teaching her that her body is this vessel of freaking magic. Like I can be like, you're a fairy. Yeah. And, (laughs) And so I think that it like from the day they are born, it doesn't, and it doesn't need to be go from separate because like we sometimes like we wait until puberty mm-hmm. until to have these conversations. And I think that we're really afraid of having those conversations yes. of like, is my yes. child experiencing this energy before puberty and thinking that it's like the sexualized thing, but it's like our children need to know, especially little girls need to know that their bodies and their, and their power is not related to just puberty and like the physical and sex it's not just about sex like it's so much more like i think about okay so here we are you know today this will probably timestamp our podcast but um you know the big thing that's going around right now is the ad around uh, that was rejected by the oscars and it's the ad showcasing a glimpse of postpartum like coming home wearing the stretchy underwear like going to the bathroom walking around in pain baby's crying and mama's alone and it's a glimpse and the conversations i've been having today are around what would happen if we lived in a world where we were even given the the power of our bodies i mean this is just so big for me imagine a space where we could teach women and men at a young age, just the power of their potential and how mm. powerful we are, that we are so much more than sex. And sex, so sexual energy, yes, it starts in the, in the genitals, but you're supposed to move it. You're not, it's it, right. the only way it becomes desire is if it stays in that place. That, right. Like that's the power of Tantra. Like Tantra is like, oh, Tantra is like only about sexual energy. Right. It's not right. sexual. Think about this. If, if someone's like, oh, well, it is, sexual energy is the energy that literally brings another life into this world. Right. If it was only about sex, then it wouldn't be as powerful as it is. It's not just about pleasure. It's not just about, you know, penis and vagina. Yeah. It's literally about creating, creating souls. Like it creates souls. It creates everything. So you can mm-hmm. power that to use it towards your creativity, towards your relationships, towards your education, towards your money, towards mm-hmm. healing your traumas. Mm-hmm. Like there is so much more energy that can go into that. And like women have, like, that's why like, even as healers, like we even have the power to take that energy and to heal others with it. Yes. Like that's what Reiki is. Yeah. And so it's like channeling. I mean, of course with Reiki, you're using other people's energy, but you are being a channel. Your guide, you're guiding all that energy. You're leading them through. Right. And I can't believe, I, I cannot believe I am, shocked about what the world like i'm i'm not i don't pay attention to like any of the oscars or anything i literally never have Mm -hmm. but like the fact that they're rejecting ads for showing the humanity of a woman instead of just sexualizing her infuriates me like it infuriates me like we literally have put women in this place where their only value is in their sexuality and that's why we can't have conversations about children and their sexual energy and their energy moving for their body because we're so fixated on it on on women only being for sex agree and And i just yes 
And that's the passion, right? And these are the kinds of conversations that I think we need to be having because your passion speaks it, right? Because, you know, even for me growing up and, and thinking that I was only good for sex. And like, that's a mind fuck because that's just like what you learn. It's like, you learn that, that your body can make a baby. You learn that you get um, a period or what I like. And because I've learned this from you at like your moon cycle and um, you know, right. <laughs> and, and really aligning ourselves with the incredible, tremendous energy that is in this universe. And like, we can't deny energy. Energy is everything, right? It's, it's, it is everything. Yes. And so I just imagine a world where we just like embrace. And so this is the theme here where we embrace the power of our bodies because men are absolutely powerful too in their own. Oh, yes. And I think we are doing an injustice by not giving uh, boys and men the understanding of just how powerful the womb is, let's say, right? Like if we want to go even bigger than gender, we just want to go like, what our anatomy potentially is. And um, imagine a world where we could talk about the moon cycle and what it all means rather than being in shame of it, not knowing how Mm. to do it and what that all means. And so how do we start opening up and having conversations? Because I'm sure, I'm sure that when it comes to the time of talking about sex, like I've got to work through my own stuff around what I learned and what I want to unlearn and what I want to just teach, said it right and what I want to teach my daughter. Yeah. So I can't be the only one, right? And so, how do we make change? We make change in the language that we use and how we communicate and how we talk about this. And I love how you said it's that sexual energy is actually creative energy. So, what if we just taught creative energy from mm. to our children? And that to me is very cool. Yes, yes, yes. So what you said right there is I have to work through my stuff. That's where it starts. Like that's where the conversation needs to start. It needs to start with like, what am I telling myself about my sexuality? What am I telling myself about energy? What am I telling myself about my body? What am I telling myself about like my interactions with men and women? What am I telling myself about attraction, desire, lust, all of those things and determining it's like, how am I interacting with it? So that way I can better support my children. Yes. And I am, I know a lot of people are like super against this. And like, I, I've seen people being like, they, you, can't, you shouldn't be teaching kid like sex to like kids who are in grade three or four. Right. And I think that's absolute bullshit. Hmm. Personally, I think it's absolute bullshit. I think that we, cause like kids stick their hands down their pants because they're feeling that energy. Mm. And if the more that we deny those things, the more that we shame those things, the less power that children have when, when they do hit puberty, that they get to make the choice of being like, ah. I'm not going to have sex with other people. Interesting. And interesting. It's, I think it starts with us as mothers to like really reconcile, to be like, mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to shame myself for my moon time. I'm not going to shame for myself for the, the, the sexual desires I did have. Because right. many of us, Many of us hit puberty at an early age, and a lot of us wanted to have sex before, and like some of us had sex pretty young. I know mm-hmm. personally, I've been I was sexually assaulted very young, mm-hmm. and it, because of that, it like it created a situation into which I didn't know how to control my sexual energy, and so I ended up sleeping with people that I I really regret. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing: is that now that's created more trauma in my body 
Right. Cause it's created so much confusion going on with like, what does this all mean? It's yeah. so much confusion. Yeah. And then, and so now I, I had to heal my own sexual energy. I was closed off. Mm-hmm. I, I was closed off to men that I blame men. And, it's like, and, and, and then it's like, when I go into a relationship where I really love someone, mm-hmm. where I really care about them, that my energy is all out of whack. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand the difference between, you know, being raped and having sex with someone that I truly desire and truly love and like that intimacy level. And so I feel like it's like, it really needs to start with us being able to, to say like, Hey, like we need to have these conversations really early on. So that way it puts the power back inside of our, mm-hmm. inside of our children, because mm-hmm. we're really afraid of that. And, and I think that it's because we were sexualized a lot as children, but like in the wrong ways in the yeah. wrong ways. Like maybe and, we and didn't get the information or maybe we weren't, yeah, like given it to the way that we maybe needed it or, but I really like what you said about choice, right? Like, I think it's like, I think, you know, some of the conversation I've been having with parents is like, we're just kind of confused. Like we're confused as to like how much to share and how much not to share and how to empower them and how not, like, not that we w- wouldn't empower them, but like how to like, we don't want to put shame on that. So how do we have these really cool conversations? And so um, I think it really, and, and I agree with you because I'm all about that is really starting with ourselves. Cause I want to yeah. ensure that our listeners are feeling empowered about focus. Like, cause what can happen is we can get super overwhelmed with focusing on like what to do with someone else that mm. being our child. Right. And yes. I think like what you have already said and what I do a lot of my work on is like, we have to come back to the self really unpacking mm, yep. what do, what kind of beliefs do we have about sexual energy, about our moon cycle, about, you know, what it means to be a woman and, and, and what it means to be a mother. And when you first started talking, you talked about identity. And I think that's where it starts having yes. those conversations about like, who am I and who do I want to be? Right. And who you mother yourself? Yeah. You mother yourself. And you I love that. Yourself. And that's, I call it conscious mothering. I think, okay. I call it conscious mothering. I think that, you know, we need to show up and be the parents that our parents maybe couldn't be or didn't know how to be, or maybe we didn't even know how to express to get that need met from our parents. Right. Because I know our parents like had all the best intention. I know that. Of course. 100%. And so I think it is about being able to show up for ourselves in a way that says like, no matter what, Nicole, like you got this. You know, yeah, like, exactly. I love you no matter what. Okay, so on that note, identity and becoming a mom. So redefining motherhood for me is all about redefining what it is that we thought motherhood was supposed to be mm-hmm. and what it is. And also redefining it in the sense that like we need to make space for moms to take care of themselves first. Yes. Um, because I believe that once we really truly are in that that alignment that we can really make that impact. And so identity plays a huge role in that. And you and I have had some pre-conversations before today. And so I'd love to hear what redefining motherhood means to you and maybe how that, how you have experienced that in your world. Yes. So my relationship with motherhood has been like a really long journey has been a really hard experience because growing up my, I was, I grew up with a single mother. Mm-hmm. And my mother was, um, she didn't have a mother growing up either. Her mother died when she was like nine. Mm. And so I feel like she also had these very big wounds about motherhood and she wasn't able 
to support me in the best way. And in fact, it was, there was points of it where it was very toxic, very, very toxic. Mm -hmm. And because of that, I felt absolutely terrified of being a mom. I was like, Mm -hmm. I'm never going to be a mom. I don't identify with being a mother. I don't identify with any of this. And it was only until I started to recognize like there was so much pain underneath, underneath that statement underneath, like I actually wanted a mom. I actually wanted my mother to love me, but I rejected it so much because I was so fearful. And when I started to realize that, I started to heal a lot of those wounds and started to see my mom being like, wow, like my mom is this, is this woman who is very wounded and like I can love her and be there for her. And like, and also that means I can also love their, love myself and be there for myself and rely on my sisters. Mm-hmm. And like, I've, I've noticed with my sisters, like, of course we, we all have motherhood wounds. Like, like we're all playing them out and I can, I can see them within themselves. And I know that like those friendships have definitely been very, very healing into, into being that. And so I started to realize, I'm like, okay, like you're not just a mother when you basically, thank you. You're not just a mother when you basically are like, I have a child. You're right. a mother way before that. Yes. You're a mother basically when I feel like you have your moon time and you're, you have to guide yourself. Yeah. Like, and this if is, you, yeah. And if you're so, and I, I love all of that. You're like, you're speaking my soul. What just popped into my head is if you are being called to be a mother, I think there's a, I think there's a difference here. Um, if you're being called to be a mother and rejecting it because of pain, or are you genuinely saying like being a mother in this lifetime is not my calling? And That's totally okay. But like, right. I was, I was saying it from pain. Speaking for myself. Me too. Totally. Me I too. was 100% yeah. saying because I was like, I was afraid. I was terrified. Yep. I was petrified. Yeah. And too. so here's what happened. It's like, mm. so I started to heal all these motherhood wounds mm-hmm. and I had a experience in the summertime last summer where it, it was it was really beautiful because it was a moment in which I was like really connected with my partner, my spouse, or like my partner who's not my spouse, but my partner. Mm-hmm. And um, I was going through a lot of changes and a lot of shifts. And I knew that my life was was changing and really going to shift everything. And I got pregnant. Mm. And at the time of being pregnant, um, and even to this, even now, like I still stand by this is like, there was not an opportunity for me to hold space for this child in my life. Like mm. we were growing entrepreneurs. My parents are both not in a, like none of the family, it would basically be us raising on our own. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not ready to give up my entire life mm-hmm. for this. However, I am going to connect to being a mother right now. I'm going to connect to that experience. Mm-hmm. And I, and I connected so deeply to this to this, I, um, I really connected to him, mm. his boy. And his, he told me his name was Joseph. Mm. I connected to him and felt so, so much love. And it was fucking hard yes. going through the ups and the downs to realizing that one, I can make the choice and I'm not a bad mother. Right. And two, I am a mother. Yes. And then three, I can be one in the future. Yes. And that was so healing for me. It was so, cause like, I remember going through the motions of being like, I want, I want to keep the baby, but I, I, I'm, I'm making the best choice for all of us, all of us involved. Right. But at the same time, recognizing being like, I'm, I'm connecting to this. And so like I was pregnant and it was so, it was so strange, like knowing that it was not permanent, but like mm. I spent moments of like connecting and loving and being like, okay, 
And then the most beautiful healing thing happened is after the pregnancy was terminated and we did in the most beautiful way. Like I had a ceremony in Hawaii by myself and me and David had a ceremony and like we, we wrote letters to the baby and then we burnt them and it was amazing. Hmm. is my best friend was pregnant at the exact same time. So we wow. were both in this house at the same time pregnant. Hmm. So, you know, I was like really excited because I was like, you know what? Like I'm still going to be able to support my best friend. However, little did we know she had <laughs> twins. She had twin girls. And so wow. I was like, oh my God, I literally feel like the universe was like, it's okay. Don't worry. You don't need a baby. You're going to have to help your best friend. <laughs> and so I became a godmother. Oh. And so, and, and then when they were, okay. So the beautiful thing is that when they arrived home, I was there on the day they arrived home. Mm-hmm. I was there when their father had to go back to work and I spent an entire week with her. I cool. I have fed them, I have bathed them, I have cleaned them, I have loved them. Yeah. And being in that space, I was like, there's no doubt in my mind that I am a mother. There's no doubt in my mind that I feel that connection. And so really, it's like really making the choice to being like, I'm not just a mother when I have the physical baby. Mm-hmm. I have an extra physical baby and I just take her. Yeah. <laughs> Leona and Kira, I just love them so much. Yeah. And like, I'm always on call. Um, <laughs> and so I feel like that's like really changing and being like, hey, like, and then now I'm still mothering myself. Now I have that, that and I like mothering my friends. And I'm like, well, what do you need? And, and so it's like really recognizing that motherhood is, a, is actually a... Um, Carl Jung talks about this. It's an archetype. Yes. And so it's an archetype in which we step into. It's like, mm. it's like an initiation into oh. something different. Yeah. And so you really get to choose when that happens. And it's not always when we choose that we happen when we have a baby. Mm. And I know that it's like, I think that that would close a lot of the gap of what we experience. Like we have the, the four archetypes that I consider. We have the maiden, the mother, the crone, and the queen. And I think mm. that the queen is the embodiment of all of that. Mm. And if we can really recognize that these um, archetypes of being a woman are not just like when the time happens, but really like an experience in our life when we embody something, that the gap between younger women are women who are going through this changing phase and then older women would really drastically become smaller and we could all come into a community together to be like, hey, like we're all mothers. We're all maidens, we're all mm-hmm. crones, we're all queens. And like, this is like, we're in this together. And so you don't have to separate from your friends who are moms. You don't have to like separate from, because they're all mothers. And like, we mm-hmm. embrace that and stop separating so much. Then we can all recognize we're all going through a lot of the similar challenges of like, you know, if someone's having a business and they're so invested in it and they love it so much and they have a vision, they're caring for it every day. Who's to say that they're not a mother? Right. Like, why are we taking that? And like, they also had to take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. And like, of course, there's like a different navigation of different things, but like, there's a different navigation in every experience in life. Mm-hmm. And it's just really like, if we can embody those archetypes and redefine what motherhood is, then I think that like people like myself who like want to be able to talk about like, hey, like I had a baby inside of me. Mm-hmm. I made with a man I freaking love more than anything. And yet I still made this choice. I still want to be included in this experience in this conversation yes. of like, I am a mother. Like yes. I know what it feels like to, to, to have that experience. And like, I still feel his presence with me. Like, it's not like it just disappeared. Yeah. I'm a channel. Yes. Yes. So I just want to thank you so much for sharing that. 
because I want our listeners to know that this space is safe and this space is sacred and that we, you and I are having conversations from a space that you have worked through and healed, that you are sharing because you feel that this could inspire and help someone else and that you are sharing from a space of healed, um, healing, like your wound has been healed or do you know what I'm saying? You're sharing from that place. I'm not, I'm not sharing this to, to, to convince myself that I am a mother. I'm not sure. I'm sharing this because I really want others who also maybe who do, who do have children that maybe made the choice in the past or maybe any of those things and who are recognizing also that they can still connect to other, other women. Mm -hmm. I'm really sharing this. So anyone who's listening to this, like I really truly feel that I am in the place where it's like, I'm, I'm so okay with my decision. I'm yeah. happy about my decision. But and, and what I, yeah, sorry. I'm so excited. It's okay. <laughs> and if you can recognize that, if you can recognize your sisters who have also experienced this, then maybe it would be so much easier for you to, to, to heal that feeling of separation mm. and to also just like really embrace being like, we are all in this together that yes. it doesn't need to feel so freaking alone and isolating. Yes. Okay. And that's totally where I was going to go with this because you've touched on so much magic, so much magic and all of that. And, <laughs> Thank you. And, and I really, you know, I don't, maybe people will see this video, but for those who can't see us, like Christina is lit up. She is a beautiful being, you know, in front of me, just all smiles and all love. And you can really see the alignment. And I think that if, we could see that more often if we could see more models of that. I think it would take a lot of the, um, the judgment and the, like just all of the limiting beliefs that come along with this decision, because it is unique to each individual. And I think that's what we have to remember that this is a, yes. a decision that you couldn't have made five months before you were put in that decision. Um, or in, sorry, in that situation. And it's like one of those things that, based on all of the information you had, you made a decision that was best for the three of you. And, yes, and you exactly. also took the steps necessary to heal and to work through and to really step into the power of that. And, and I'm not, I don't know, I'm not going to speak for you, but I can imagine that some days are really great. And some days it's like, ah, like, you know, you can experience that and you can feel that. And then when I think about like what motherhood has been for me, I'm not going to speak for all moms, but what motherhood has been for me is, yeah, there's another human being that I'm taking care of, but I'm constantly going, what's best for our family? And Mm -hmm. who do I want to be? And how do I create this oneness or this togetherness? And how do I create my village? These are all the same questions you and and David have to ask yourselves for, right? So it's like, when you said we're all mothers and we're all queens and we're all maidens, like absolutely, I would agree with you on that part. Um, it is, if we were to chunk it up higher and talk about how when we connect around mothering ourselves, then we're all equal, right? Exactly. We're all, like, we, if, if you can really tap into mothering yourself and like, knowing that it's like you're a true mother because like you are taking care of the most important person most on important the planet person most it. important person on this planet Absolutely. you no matter if you have a physical baby or not 
Right. And it's like the whole, you know, I've used this so many times, but it's such a good physical representation of like when you're on the plane and they're giving you all the safety things, the yep. mask goes on you first and then your babies, right? And yeah. so that is that whole thing around. That's really the message that I hope our listeners can take away from today is that we really want to, to, to expand the conversation around how do we mother ourselves, right? And, yes. and um, you had said becoming. And for those who may be just tuning in for the first time, I remember about eight months into my postpartum as a mom and completely stuck in fear and completely just like looking for external forces mm-hmm. to tell me like, was I enough? Am I doing enough? Am I the right person for the job? Um, really kind of these big, esoteric, uh, like big esoteric kind of questions, like who am I, you know, <laughs> and and also just trying to come, to, trying to somehow get back to who I was, and I was yes. coming up against so many walls and thinking like I had to go back to Nicole, the self love coach, and Nicole, this person, and Nicole, 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 and then I was confused with who am I in the future, and so I did some I did some work, I did a session uh, with my coach, and it was in the moment that she said something along the lines of just letting go of who I think I'm supposed to be and allow myself Mm. to become. And that Mm. becoming set me free, you know? Yes. Oh, okay. I can resonate with that so much because I'm going through my Saturn return right now. Mm. Hail to anyone else who's going through that experience right now too. (laughs) So Saturn return feels like I'm becoming someone different. And there's been moments where I'm like, who am I? Yeah. Who the freak am I? And like, yeah. I've had to like, let the surrender go. Yes. And like, yes, of course it's, it's very different when you're having a, like you, when you have that child and, and that. So I'm sure that like the, the experience is very different, but it's still very much like the tools of like, I need to surrender who I thought that I was yes. and really allow, allow myself to be guided in a way of like, let the universe guide you. Let the mm. universe, and just takes one day, step step by step, step, step at a time. Use your tools around you. Like I've been, like every day, talking to my guides, being like, "Hey, like I'm going through this massive identity crisis. Who the hell am I?" And they're like, "You don't need to know. Mm. You don't need to know. You don't need to have the answers." And it's our logical mind that tries yes. to find out the answers of like, "Who is Nicole? Who is Christina? Who yeah. are you?" And it's like. Well, what if you don't? That's not the right question. Yeah. What is the? How about the right question? Be like, what feels good to do right now? Now, yeah. What feels good? What is going to give me life? What's Mm going to inspire me? What's going to light me up? And whatever that is for the exact moment, that's what we need to focus on because that's when we get to discover ourselves over again. If you look at your babies and your child, that's what they're doing. They're just like enjoying themselves in the present yeah. moment yeah. and whatever lights them up they do that and then that's actually how they develop personalities yeah. they're like oh i actually really like doing this i'm gonna do it again yeah so I'm like what about do it more yeah exactly and so it's like the same process of like after you've become someone after you go through and like it is should be the same process of like no matter where you are in your in your, yes. of your life just yeah. find the things that make you feel good and those are the things that you should follow yeah and, it, of course, and it like, is yeah I, of course, like, I don't mean just like shoving chocolate in your face because yeah, that, that's yeah. like a superficial thing. <laughs> well, everything um, in moderation, right? But it's like yes, really, exactly. really becoming, surrendering to the idea that, and I'll speak for myself, I thought that I was like, okay, 
I had a, a really intense, not an intense, but I was on social media. I knew who I was. My, my community like knew who I was. They knew what to expect from me. And I remember going through postpartum days, not getting any sleep and wanting to share so badly my experience and struggling with the shame that came with that because I didn't know who I was and I didn't know who I was supposed to show up and be. And I remember mm. thinking, okay, I'm like a mental and emotional coach. I have a social work degree. I am so versed in my emotions. I, I practice like healthy emotional management every day. And here I am going, I actually have no idea what to do. Like I wasn't prepared for all of it. And I, and this goes back to this expectation of what I thought motherhood was supposed to be. And I thought that I was exposed and I feel like, um, I was prepared for motherhood. I was prepared for not being prepared. Like I thought I was prepared for just expecting anything to happen. And then I got into it and I was like, who am I? What do I do? And how do I function on this much sleep? And I just remember thinking, how has no one ever talked about this before? How come I yes. wasn't prepped? How come people told me that I was going to push until I got to 10 centimeters and a baby was going to come out? And actually what happened was I had a C-section and I was going to go home, but nobody talked about any of that. Damn. No one talked Damn. about Oh, you know? I think that it's so, it's like, so my best friend is going through this experience now too, where she messages me. She's like, Christina, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And like some days I just want to run away. And I'm like, yeah, it's okay. Like yeah. I get it. And like, yeah. and from the outside looking in, you're doing amazing. But I know, I know that you're just like, what am I doing? What am yeah. I doing? And like, so I, I feel like it is like, we need to have more conversations to be like, Hey, like you're going to go through like, you're yeah. going to go through the biggest, it's not, you're not just birthing a baby. You're birthing a new person. Yeah. <laughs> you're birthing yeah. a new human being. It's like an initiation that I thought I was prepared for, but potentially obviously was not. And like, I want to be very clear that there was so much love and so much joy and so much gratitude. And I would look at her and just stare into her eyes with absolute joy. But what was going on in my head was the fear of like, not being able to do it right, not knowing if I was doing enough, mm. you know, the fear. So I would say that I didn't know it at the time, but afterwards, after my session and after really giving myself permission to say, I can just become who I'm meant to become. And I let all of that pressure and all of that stuff go, of course, being guided. Um, yeah, it was like, oh, I think I was actually experiencing postpartum anxiety. And and if I was experiencing it, what is everyone else's experience? Yes. And if, and if you know, yeah. if I had been exposed, like I was working with young moms, I felt like I was pretty like in the world and I didn't even know. Do you know what I mean? Right. What can, what's coming up for me is like when you said the word initiation and like we've been talking about this, I feel like there needs to be more opportunities for us to literally initiate the mom afterwards. Like we have a a baby mm -hmm. shower, then what the hell else happens after the baby yeah, shower? I know. And so like celebrating, like, I feel like I want to do this for my friend. Some well, sort of I ceremony. Have, after doing a lot of work with young moms in York region, I'll say, um, I have learned yeah. many different, many different ways and that cultures bring in and embrace mom and baby and how they take care of mom. And, you know, there's just this whole other idea. And I remember thinking, why aren't we doing that? You know, where is our village and how do we maintain that? And um, I think it really starts with, like we have talked about today, 
mothering ourselves, feeling, creating safe spaces for us to talk about the reality of what we're facing, knowing it's completely normal, and then being able to show up for ourselves and giving ourselves that support so that we can go out and be like, yeah, like this was my experience. There's no shame on it. Um, but it is my experience and I, what do I need in order to, you know, work through this or become who I'm meant to become. Right. Yes. And for, and for all moms who have experienced any type of loss or who have experienced their journey of fertility, like those are moms, like we're all experiencing those feelings of, Mm -hmm. of motherhood. And I think, like you said, we all belong in the community of oneness and and taking care of ourselves so yeah and you give an opportunity like as like as like you know a young woman it's like you give the opportunity for us to be involved when you're like hey like I'm going through this experience I like I really would love your perspective or I want you here with me or please come hang out with me and my baby like I think that it's like we need to create more ability of community like community is so important like yes. it's the the saying it takes a village is so true. So true. And, but there's we no don't, strategy for it. <laughs> there's no strategy. I mean, I feel like it's like, I think that it's like really like reaching out, like being vulnerable. I think that that really like, but we're really afraid of being vulnerable. We're really afraid of being vulnerable because we're really afraid of being seen like I'm not good enough. Yeah. So it needs to come oh, start yeah. first being like, I'm good enough mm-hmm. because I asked for support and because I need support does not make me any less. That's right. And like, I deserve this. I deserve this. I give an opportunity. It is such a blessing. I'm giving an opportunity. When my best friend, when I was, I'm going to share a story. When I was at my best friend's house, by we were there and we were there together and they had the twins and she hadn't left the house like without, uh, left the house with any, for the babies without, like she hasn't gone outside. Mm-hmm. And, and so she hadn't gone to the gym. She hadn't gone for a walk. Like she was always relying with her and her and her husband. Mm-hmm. And so when I was there, I was like, look, like, I really feel like you need to go for a walk and, and, and get out of the house, like go to the gym, go be by yourself. Like I have got this, mm-hmm. I know how to feed the babies. Mm-hmm. And like, these are babies are like a month, a month old. Mm-hmm. And I told her because she left the house mm-hmm. and she let me, she gave me the opportunity to show her that she could trust another human being with her most precious gifts. Yes. And I love the hell of those babies. And it was yes. so healing for me because I was like, I was with those babies and I took care of them and I love them. <laughs> and like, I, you know, did the whole, like, let me heat up the milk and do all the things for her. <laughs> and so I think that it's like really allowing yourself to be supported in those ways. Like it's yeah, receiving. for yourself. Being able receive. to receive it. Yeah. Like yeah. I was so proud of her because she did it yeah. twice that week. Yes. She like, went out to the gym and she went for a walk and like the entire time they were fine. Yeah. And, and, and you make a really good point. Right. And I think giving and receiving is such a huge concept. Um, either, you know, we figure it out before we become a mother, but then we're just going to figure it out again because there's oh, just yeah. like this instinctual kind of thing. I don't know what it is. And that's why I feel like I want to create the spaces for us to have those conversations. So I am just like, I love this and I would love to have you on again and talk about... You could probably talk for like another I know. Like three hours. I know. But like it's already been like yeah. 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I know. People probably like, yeah. hey guys. <laughs> They're like, okay guys, we got we to gotta wrap it up. So I am just really grateful for all of your magic, for all of your wisdom, for your vulnerability in sharing because my intention always with this is that if we can 
at least share with some woman or some mom who goes, okay, like I'm not alone in this and someone else felt that too, then that's why we're doing this. And so I'm just really grateful for that. Um, I want to, if you could just let anyone know if they're like curious um, to find out more about you, where can they go? And um, like, how can you welcome them in if they're curious yes. about all your wonderful magic? So, okay. So there is obviously my Instagram and stuff that I would love to invite anyone to there, but I do have a special offer for oh, your audience because I am like, you know what? It, I think that this would be really powerful. And so I'm offering a free session to five of your, five of your listeners. Cool. So five people can get yeah. a 60-minute session with me completely free and we'll cool. do a deep dive about your deep shadow, deep shadows in your trauma. So if you're like, yeah. look, I am like facing this stuff and like, I need to heal a lot of the stuff with sisterhood, motherhood, any of these different things. Like I specifically work with that, with the energetics of that. We cool. dive really deep in and sometimes there's like energy. And so I'm really good with like the spirituality parts of it. So someone's like, I need to tap back into my spirituality and I'm just not sure. I would love to give them a session and I've created a page specifically for it. And I think I shared the URL with yeah, you. Yeah, I'll put everything. Yeah, totally. I'm going to put everything in the notes so everyone can find those in the notes below. So thank you, thank you, thank you for that. Yeah, so they there's can, a webpage yeah. that they can go to. So it's a okay. webpage and from exactly from that webpage, you can actually click on the link and there's going to be a calendar there and you can book in a call. I'm only going to cool. do five. So if yeah, I can get a totally. message from me and saying like, I'm sorry, like we can have a conversation, obviously. Um, but, uh, if any of those women want to be able to book a call, like you can easily go to that website, click a link. And if you just want to follow the community, like I have Instagram a lot. Um, I do have a newsletter for anyone's like, you know what? I don't need that right now, but I really like your magic and I want to see what it is for the future. Um, totally would love to have anyone in our community. So there's a couple of other links there that I think Nicole will share. Awesome. And I'm really excited to talk to any woman who's like, you know what? I just feel like we can like dig deep yeah. in there and get, yeah. want to have a conversation with me. So happy to do that. Awesome. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I have, um, been really grateful for our sessions of diving into the spiritual yeah. and, and the clearing. So thank you. You are so awesome. And that is an incredible offer. So thank you for, for um, sharing that with our, with our community today. And thank you for your time. Thank you for sharing. And we'll definitely have you back, I'm sure. So um, I just want to thank you so much and we'll definitely connect soon. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I am so grateful. I want to invite you to join our Facebook group, Redefining Motherhood More Than Moms. You can find the link in the show notes below. And if you want to find more information, more resources, and stories, you can subscribe to our weekly More Than Moms journal. I want you to remember that you are doing the best you can with the resources that you have. You are loved. You are worthy and you are enough. You got this, mama.